0: Talks. Personal injury. Leaders in Tennessee medical. Hello and welcome to Midtown Medical Talks. I'm Dana and today we meet Dr. Mark Schwager, CEO of Midtown Medical Center. With over 20 plus medical facilities located throughout Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee, he is known to be a powerhouse in the personal injury space. In this episode, we take a listen to a one on one interview for a Georgia based medical magazine, a publication coming this fall of 2020. Let's take a listen. All right, so good afternoon, Dr. Mark Schwager. Hey, Jaina. How are
1: you?
0: <laughs> I'm good. This is, uh, we just want to get a little bit behind the scenes to get to know the man behind Regional Medical Group. So a few people realize that Regional Medical Group was founded after you suffered tremendous hardships in 2005 during Hurricane Katrina, making this successful venture your second act. What was it like coming to Georgia, starting all over again, only to build an even bigger practice than ever before?
1: Well, of course, I went to live chiropractic college in the early 80s, the 1980s. Here in Atlanta, so I've always had an affinity to Atlanta. And ironically, I had evacuated to Atlanta for Katrina. Oh, wow. Only to never go back. So at that point in time, I owned and operated seven medical clinics as I practiced chiropractic in Louisiana for five years in the early 80s before migrating over to the medical side of the equation and specializing then in the treatment and management of personal injury cases, utilizing medical doctors there in New Orleans. Seven clinics, uh, six of them flooded, and it was a different time just a short 15 plus years ago in that Everything was manual. We had hard patient files. There was no electronic medical records. And in the case of a flood, whether you had six inches or six feet of water, you would quickly have a mold and mill to issue in a dwelling, certainly a clinic, with all these paper files. Yeah. So we were essentially out of business, period. The mailman did not pass for three months. Wow. The legal system did not open back up for another eight months. So everybody essentially was out of business, the folks that actually had a business. It was very difficult to get support staff to work. So my world was turned upside down. And at that point in time, I made the decision to a start in Atlanta which was my version of ground zero which was no clinics no doctors no patients no place to live wow so that's that's where i started at that point in time and i firmly believe that by doing the right things with the right people for the right reasons that we built regional medical group into the entity that it is today, whereby we have 21 staff physicians and over 170 support staff members and 19 clinics.
0: That's incredible. You must be so proud of all the the work put into it, on, even on a second turnaround in a different state.
1: Well, when you have a, a catastrophic event like Katrina happen in your life, you realize that Certain things are not as important, yeah, such as money, mm-hmm. but the things that you wouldn't take money for, such as your your family and your relationships, your health, are what and your health are what's most important.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of uh, it was like putting those things into perspective, which is what got you through it.
1: It was step by step, baby steps, and looking at it in the rearview mirror it was maybe harder than what I realized at the time, because at the time I was, I was just doing what I had to do and calling upon an inner strength to make things happen on a day-by-day basis.
0: Wow. Uh, what, a, what about these events has shaped the kind of leader you are today? Can you give uh, uh, us uh, three leadership tips for uncertain times?
1: During times like this, is when several things happen and that is is that the strong gets stronger and what I mean by that is that if you have a true desire to build your practice whether it's on the chiropractic legal or medical side of the equation that you will utilize this transition to be creative and come up with good ideas and to try to perfect knowing that there is no such thing as perfection, but you hope to land on excellence.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: So with that said, us doing these webinars in conjunction with Dr. Steve Barnett has been an example as to how with a creative mindset and marketing team, we've been able to reach out to the personal injury community And to provide a venue whereby they can still communicate with each other in a form and fashion that is somewhat compromised, but certainly better than doing nothing. I think that everyone has their story to tell as to how our current crisis of COVID-19 has affected their life, either personally or with their business. And just as the, the virus has been prevalent in 142 countries, I think it's affected everyone's own business here in Georgia.
0: Yeah. Talking about community, as a founder of Regional Medical Group, you've created medical facilities that have become a regional powerhouse treating and diagnosing and providing care to injury patients across the state. So from a community perspective, what made you to turn to personal injury as a way to serve your community?
1: Early on in my career, I saw a need that certain patients had, and namely that was uninsured patients that could not get access to health care because they were uninsured. In the instance of personal injury cases, I was willing to provide that service at the time that they needed and wait until their legal case is settled, which may be a year or two later, in order to provide them the care that they actually needed. So
0: you were treating because you saw a need and you were in the space?
1: Uh, yes, to provide access to health care to folks who were uninsured so that they could, in fact, get the treatment that they deserved.
0: Yeah, that's true. And that's really important that you meant that. What would happen,
1: Dana, is once they signed the dotted line with an insurance company, they would own their own neck or back and had no recourse to get additional treatment if they had a flare-up. It was a blend of a philanthropic model. Yeah. But over time, it became profitable as well. So it was a win-win situation.
0: During this um, COVID experience, Regional Medical Group recently launched a breakthrough telemedicine platform for patients. Uh, what made you to approve uh, this in a new initiative?
1: I think that it, it's something that had to happen for medicine, and I think a version of it will be something that is part of normal protocols within the medical community moving forward. If I look in the rearview mirror, back during the time of Hurricane Katrina, that is the point in time that texting became prevalent. No one was texting prior to that time because they could pick up the phone and call someone. But when the cell phone towers were compromised because of the hurricane, texting was a way that we were able to communicate and texting was born. Consequently, I think that telemedicine has now been born and will prevail as an alternative way for patients to get medical consultations and ultimately treatment.
0: Um, I think that is great. And then, like you said, it, it cat, it's a, a catalyst that started texting back then, is what's well, uh, telemedicine today. So it's, it's definitely yes. something that's not going away.
1: I, I don't think so.
0: And then um, I wanted to ask another question. The the regional medical group team members are notable for delivering white glove treatment to patients and VIP events for uh, fellow colleagues. Can you tell us a little bit about how these events came about?
1: Well, I think that Dr. Steve Barnett was the originator of these, and I was the facilitator, if that makes sense, Yeah. so that aggregately he and I were able to put these events on as we still do today and created a platform whereby other businesses can do the very same thing and market to the same audience several times throughout the year.
0: And um, how, do, how do you think um, the switch online has been? I know there's like a learning curve for a lot of people, but do you think that online marketing is going to be a thing that will continue in your industry?
1: I have to be honest and I say I hope not. I hope that we all get through the other side of this COVID-19 and we can get back to a, a life of normalcy and have hands-on events, because that truly is the best networking that can be done. Anything done through a Zoom meeting is secondary and somewhat compromised to -to face-to-face and actual handshakes.
0: Yeah. So what is your grand vision for Regional Medical Group? How do you see Regional Medical Group evolving in the next year?
1: I have a son that just completed his pre-med at Emory. wants to go on and become an orthopedic surgeon so as long as i see him headed in that direction i'm going to continue to build regional not only in georgia but other states so that i can give him the opportunity that i never had to take over an organization and uh, build upon it
0: that's amazing and you see yourself fostering that change by encouraging your sons to work in the business and be open with them about what you're doing. How do you see yourself fostering the change of the evolution of Regional Medical Group for your legacy?
1: I think that there will obviously be a transitional period whereby I pass this off to them. I'm already in an and stage to where that's on my immediate horizon. Yeah. And nothing will make me feel better than to do just that and then serve as a mentor to some of the younger chiropractors that wanna do some version of what I've done and to do that strictly from a philanthropic mindset.
0: Oh, that's great. I, that would be wonderful that I could see you mentoring and doing some sort of mentorship program too.
1: I would get a lot of fulfillment out of that um, because chiropractic has been very good to me throughout my career. And financially, I've met milestones that I never thought I would or could. So at this point, the money is not as important to me as the legacy would be.
0: So readers want to know, what would you say is the most challenging aspect of your job as the founder and CEO?
1: Trying to get the best of the best out of each and every employee so that they believe in themselves and give me their best. Yeah, and, they, be-
0: and they also believe in, in the vision of what e- of regional yeah. to help people.
1: And, and the advantage we're at is we're in a service industry to where you get fulfillment out of helping people. We're in the service industry. We're not selling um, daiquiris at a daiquiri stand.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, right. more, it's it's more, more heart pressing to the heart.
1: Yes, yes. And, and many of these people Um, truly appreciate the fact that we're giving them access to health care when very few other providers would.
0: Yeah. Um, So we have only two more questions. So I hear there's a future doctor in your family. Um, How do your kids play in a role in motivating you to get up every day and do it all over again?
1: If I didn't have Chris teed up for med school, I would probably be winding down instead of growing at this point in my career but nothing makes me feel better than to see them doing well themselves and laying the groundwork for them so that they can uh, get the ground running
0: and um, the last question before we go, um, what long term success advice can you give others that are seeking to build a legacy like you have today
1: because of Katrina I started out at ground zero, which is probably less than where every other chiropractor is out there. And there's there's no reason why they can't work hard just as I did and build something and build upon that. And and as the years go by before they know it, they themselves have put together something they never thought they would or could. There is no easy way. And in fact, it's probably harder today than it was just a few short years ago. Mm -hmm. I always called this the Mercedes 80s (laughs) when things were much easier. But now reimbursement is down and bureaucracy is up with insurance companies. And you have to work harder than ever before. But moving forward, it's not going to get any easier. So there's no easy way out. You got to work hard and do the right things for the right reasons with the right people. Even though COVID is, has distanced everyone and we're all kind of once removed or we're virtual and we're, we're not hands-on, you still got to maintain that hands-on mentality and mindset and reach out and touch someone, whether it's your colleague or your patient or your staff, to let them know that we'll clearly get through this current crisis, but to carry that mindset on into their balance of their career. And, and again, before they know it, they'll be having something that, that they're very proud of.
0: Oh, that's awesome. No, thank you so much, Dr. Mike, for your time. And uh, I appreciate it.